0: is Sonia Lovell and I am obsessed with helping women navigate the magical, messy and let's be honest, more hysterical moments of this thing called menopause. I'm a personal trainer and breast cancer survivor turned menopause coach. I help women understand what's going on, why and what they can do to navigate the menopausal transition. Gloss over the real talk? No way! Exhaustion, brain fog, Loss of libido, loss of confidence and anxiety are just some of the topics that we'll chat about. Consider this a juicy happy hour with your new bestie and her friends. Settle in and get ready to learn and laugh. This is the Dare Menopause Podcast. My guest today is Justine Thompson. Justine is a passionate student and teacher of yoga. A mother of three, her experience of perimenopause collided with teenagers, a resistance to aging and a complete lack of knowledge. Today, Justine is on a mission to share the benefits of a regular yoga practice to women navigating the various stages of menopause. Settle in and enjoy my chat with Justine Thompson. Justine, thank you so much for joining me on Dear Menopause. How are you today? I'm really well. Thank you, Sonia, and thanks for having me. I'm
1: really excited about this.
0: Now, Justine, let's get the ball rolling. Why don't you share with me and my listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do?
1: Okay, so I am a yoga teacher. I'm based on the, uh, the mid-north coast of New South Wales, in a very tiny town, um, and I've been teaching, qualified to teach for the last six years, I specialize in teaching yoga for menopause. Um, It's a passion of mine and um, as well as teaching other people, I teach blokes and kids and everything, but I really have feel a strong desire to help women through perimenopause and menopause and beyond because I think that's hugely important.
0: It sure is. Absolutely. So, I'm really keen for you to share your story um, around your own perimenopause and menopause experience and how that then links into what you're doing today. Sure.
1: So I was in perimenopause when I was actually studying to become a yoga teacher. Didn't want to admit to it. Took me a long time to admit to it. In fact, I was really pushing against it because I was like, no, 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 I'm not. That old that's for old ladies. Um (laughs) that's a real stuffy old thing that happens. And and so I was in denial and I also had this terrible fear that I had early onset dementia. So I actually didn't want to go to the doctor and talk to anyone about it because I was frightened they were going to say, Well, actually, you have this big problem. Yeah. And so I just went, Ah, well, we'll just forget, we'll just pretend it's not happening.
0: So, what was it about your um, experience and and obviously your symptoms that made you think that that could be what you were actually experiencing?
1: I, my memory just went out the window. I I found that I could, I would meet people and, and then I'd forget their names instantly and then I would actually forget their faces. So I would sort of be introducing myself to someone again and they would be like, Oh yeah, we met last week and I would be, Oh, sorry. Had no recollection of that. Um I found that I'd be saying to my kids the same thing over and over and they would be they would say, Mom, shut up. You've told us this already. And that was hard. I I and all of those things shook my confidence. So then I started to feel like, you know, if I didn't write things down or make an effort to, to sort of record something on my phone, I, I'd be caught unawares. And because I was studying and trying to learn all of this new information, um, that was really challenging, as well, because I needed to recall to have recall of everything, and I wasn't having that. My mother has always gone on about dementia. It's not in our family, but my mum's always talked about it. And so I suppose I just, I thought, this is what's happening. This is what's happening. Yeah, and I, it's
0: it's almost like what we call, um, you know, a legacy fear in many respects. Like you, she had a fear of it and she had transposed that fear over onto you. And so it's natural that when you start experiencing some of those similar symptoms, that that's the place that you would go to.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. And I I think I, because... My teacher would say, "Okay, so this section of the class, I want you to get up and teach it," and I would almost have to try and learn things by rote in order to make sure that I had the language in my mind and I wasn't going to forget it. And you know, that's really hard.
0: It's a oh, hard oh thing. it's it's really hard, and that's also an experience that I had through my own um, menopause. Uh, I went through medical menopause, and um, that was. My biggest frustration was the cognitive function or the cognitive dysfunction that I that I ended up with, and like you, I would literally forget people's names. I would forget what I was meant to be doing. Words would disappear off the tip of my tongue, mm. and it's humiliating.
1: It is. That's exactly right. It is. It's really humiliating because you feel like you you're becoming this sort of doddery little shrink shrinked down version of yourself and and I didn't know that that was actually a part of menopause like in my mind menopause was hot sweats and hot flushes and and you know a few other symptoms but I didn't have it in my brain that there was this cognitive impairment that was going to happen and it was really shocking and I didn't talk to anyone about it. I real, I just isolated myself. I didn't have friends who were going through a similar experience. And I, and I suppose that's all part of menopause. Also, is that you, you often people have said to me now, I, I feel isolated within my circle of friends. I don't even want to talk to them about this. Um, yeah, I, I, I really, I felt like I wanted to run away from my family. And and it was the training in the yoga and my actual practice, my regular practice that really made such a difference to me. It helped me to go, hang on a minute, girl. You need to stop resisting something you're resisting and and actually face up to it or look into it more and, and then go forwards. Otherwise, you know, I couldn't see a path out, I could, mm. not where I was at.
0: And at any point, did you seek support from um, any type of practitioner, whether that was um, a GP or, or even a herbalist or a naturopath?
1: So I did. I went to, eventually I went and saw a naturopath uh, and he was fantastic, put me onto herbs, um, gave me some different treatments. Like we trialed things and I would Mm -hmm. ring him and say, this needs, you know, this is still weird. And, and that helped for a long time. And actually, then I went and saw my doctor. You know, it's living in a small country town, it's not easy to get into a doctor. It's probably not that easy in cities anymore either. Um. So I, I had sort of put that off for as long as I could. But then I did go and see her and, and she was really helpful.
0: I'd love to learn a little bit about how you moved into the space where you had decided to to study yoga and then moving even further into s- taking your menopause experience into your yoga practice as it is today.
1: Okay. So I, uh, I'm i really fortunate that this town that I live in is where my teacher also lives. Uh, she's in her 70s um, and she I've been going to her classes for quite a few years. She came up to me one day and said, have you ever considered studying um, to be a teacher, and it it sort of fe- felt like a great choice. You know, I didn't know what I was going to do with it, but I wanted to know more. Um, the sort of te- sort of yoga that we work with is called Anusara yoga. So Anusara yoga is an alignment based yoga, but we take a heart quality through the practice. So it's about um, bringing. Bringing an emotional context into what the body is doing as well, so it's not just about physical movement. Um, it's not just about breath work. There's also a, a desire to to expand your awareness, which is what Hatha Yoga is really all based upon. So when I was studying, um, when I was studying to be a teacher, I, I was confronted with not just the um, the cognitive impairment but also this sense of my physical strength failing um my muscles seem to sort of just go out the window so my teacher helped me with that and I got into doing more work that I could where I could really maintain muscle and bone strength i do have a history of osteoporosis in my family i've got i have osteopenia which i've okay. um so i'm sort of trying to work with that and and my practice really helps me with that And pelvic floor health—that was the other thing. You know, I found that uh, I would be uh, because I love inversions. I love going upside down, headstands, handstands, shoulder stands. I've always really loved that. But now I uh, I was finding that I'd be in class going up into handstand, and I'd be doing a fanny fart. And
0: there's (laughs) (laughs) no—I think we've all done a fanny fart in yoga at some point in time.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and you know I, I. you sort of when you do it yourself and you're and you're the student you're like oopsie sorry and you just feel embarrassed but when you're also then teaching and you've got a room of people sort of standing around watching you
0: you think oh no (laughs) body why fail me now (laughs) exactly
1: come on girl can't you just leave the chat for later Uh, so so it was pelvic floor. I needed to work on on giving my pelvic floor some support. I needed to have a better understanding of that. So I turned to my practice to help me with all of that as well. And then I think because I found this so helpful, I started to look for a teacher who was a yoga practitioner and a yoga teacher but had also done a lot of work in menopause. Mm-hmm. And at the time, even at the moment, there's not a lot of teachers in Australia who are doing that, or who are. So I went to the UK, uh, not physically. I, mm-hmm. I um, and there were. There's a teacher who's based in Ireland. Her name is Neve Daly, and she um, she has Instinct Yoga is her um, brand. And Neve is doing a just amazing work. She has a course, and you do it. It's uh, all done online now because of COVID so which was actually a blessing because this was in COVID so I could access it. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't have been able to do it. And she takes you through um, the biochemical changes. So you get a really good round uh, grounding in what's actually happening physically in the body. And then we look at, okay, so yoga is not a cure. There's nothing to be cured anyway, but Mm -hmm. yoga is not going to sort of fix it all. But what can it do? It can help with cardiovascular health. It can help with muscle and joint health. Um, It can help with pelvic floor. It can help with bone density. It can also help with stress release, so that mental and emotional health. And it's not about sort of doing a set, this is now your yoga from the rest of your life because you're in menopause or perimenopause but actually taking it back into all the things that you do as a teacher and sort of being considerate okay so if there's a variation here what would that look like if i have a student who is suffering from fatigue and she's in perimenopause she's got a stressful job and she's fatigued and also beginning to feel terrible joint pain how can i help her that's why i love it because mm. i can bring i can apply it to all the other information i have all of the things I know about alignment-based yoga and um, tailor, tailor it for people. And I really like that. I find that really exciting because I don't think there's a one-size-fits-all solution to, to any, anything in life, actually. But um, in menopause, the more women that I've met, the more individual stories I've encountered, and they're all, they're all so different.
0: Yeah, yeah, and even when I speak to um, GPs and OBGYNs and you know gynecologists here, here they all say that we have to be really cognizant of approaching every woman who is experiencing perimenopausal or menopausal symptoms individually, because every single woman is experiencing something completely unique to her, and what works for her could well be very different to what works for somebody else.
1: That's so true, and and because I, so, I've been doing these workshops where I bring together a group of women. They're generally all strangers, and we sit for the first part of the workshop, and everyone gets a chance to talk about one aspect of their experience that's giving them grief, or or that they they're needing help with, or that they just want to share. And when I mean, you sit in that circle, and everyone's story is is so different. I mean, it, and some of them, some of the things that people have taught me uh, are really valued. Uh, one lady opened up about her sense of grief and and her grief for the for the loss of her reproductive years. Mm-hmm. And it was through her talking that I realised that I had had a very similar feeling too. That I grieved not being able to have more children. I didn't want more children. I have plenty. But and it's, me it's having
0: very that option taken away from you, which, yeah. is, you know, it's a natural process and there's a reason why we go through that. But yet, and it's really interesting grief associated with menopause and particularly women who experience early menopause. So, mm. you know, women that experience POI or, um, you know, I was 47 when I had my medically induced uh, menopause. I know women that were in their thirties when they experienced that and, the grief associated with it has to really be looked at and managed because the path that that can take a woman on particularly leads can lead to depression and it can obviously then lead on to other more serious outcomes as well which is is something that we need to be talking a lot more about and raising awareness around
1: yeah that's very true and so obviously yoga can't take away that grief however one of the, the the key element of yoga that that doesn't matter if all you do is pranayama or or you or you're an asana based practitioner or you own, or you're a medit- meditative practitioner it's all about expanding your awareness and so the more you can extend your awareness then you know you start to think okay this is what i'm experiencing how can i help myself how can, who can i turn to or what can i do I think that's why I feel so passionate about giving yoga to a bigger audience of women going through perimenopause, menopause, because I want to be, a, I really, you know, the more awareness we can have in our world, the better the world is. That's my secret plan to take over the world, actually. I've just I love it. that
0: plan. I am <laughs> so here for that plan. <laughs> I think we should try and do that together because I have a similar plan. (laughs) Yes. Good. Very good. All right. So which was actually interesting that you said that because what I was starting to think about while you were talking was how is there a movement to educate more yoga teachers and you know from a i'm a personal trainer so i would abs, you know i am hugely advocating for more personal trainers to be yeah. able to understand what's going on for their female clients at their different phases of life as opposed to thinking that they're all Bouncy, bright twenty-year-olds. Um, so, you know, so let's translate that into the yoga world. You know, is there is there a movement? Are you seeing any changes where people are kind of specialising more in these areas to be able to help women? Uh,
1: yes, I am. Not, it's not big in Australia at the moment. Not to my aware. Not to my knowledge. I I can probably think of. Hmm, less than 10 teachers that i've encountered in australia but i know that that number is growing yeah. and i've seen more people offering um like afternoons to discuss menopause and and you know do a practice around it in the uk it's definitely really taken off big time and when i did the course with Neve, there were all of the people on the course were yoga teachers, except for two. And and one of them, she was a personal trainer, and the other lady, I think she was actually, I can't remember what she did. Oh, she was a physio, physiotherapist.
0: Mm, okay, great.
1: Um, but I think that it's. I think that there is this movement of of women who are practitioners either in, in physiotherapy or yoga or, or um, personal training and they're getting their faces out into the world and they're not 25 and, you know, this sort of glamour puss. Mm, Sorry, yeah, I yeah. mean, I, glamour you no, no. are lovely but – it's the
0: fitspo and, you know, it, it's, it's been it very detrimental to the fitness industry, um, unfortunately, and I would imagine it's similar in the yoga and, you know, oh, all yeah. of the allied health spaces. Um, and it, it is there and it's really interesting because, you know, I take a lot of um, my inspiration and the direction that I'm taking my podcast and my business in from women that are more predominantly based in the UK because there is so much more work and public recognition over there now around how we do need to be talking about perimenopause and menopause and how we do need to be supporting women through those stages, you know, and and that also includes into the workplace as well. Um, You know, there's a lot of work that needs to be done there as well. And I feel like those of us that have become aware of what's going on in the UK, North America is also another area that's doing better than us, where On the cre, you know that we're on that wave that's hasn't crested yet, but it's on its way to change here as well.
1: Yeah, and that's really exciting. It's uh, you know, it's I find it very, very exciting that that is happening. You can, it's it's so essential and so lovely to have people come to a workshop and and be grateful that they've got a space to talk in and and communicate and get a sense of community and then say to them okay well these are other things that you can do and and to feel like you're a part of that is is really rewarding
0: i think it's it's wonderful and i think you know what you've described with your workshops sound absolutely beautiful and i think any woman that gets to experience that is incredibly lucky so
1: i what i'm what i'm trying to do actually is put together a uh, an online course. So I'm thinking of of building something so that people who don't have access to to a teacher who's got this interest in menopause can come to me via online, via Zoom.
0: I'm a huge advocate for women just having as many options as possible and being able to choose what's right for her yes. because, as we said, each woman has unique needs.
1: Yeah, uh, it's, that's, the I think, the exciting aspect of being in a business space where you can focus on cooperation instead of competition. It's like uh, the more people that you can reach out to and help and bring into a space where they can go, well, actually yoga is not really my thing, but I'm really into this. Let me find out more about this. Then that's a win. I, I think that's a, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's like you say that we just want to create a big pool of resources that people can can come and find and and see what is the best thing for the best way forward for them.
0: I wanted to jump in for a moment and let you know that since recording this podcast episode, Justine and I have collaborated to create an in-person workshop that we will be holding on November the 6th. The workshop is called Menopause, Yoga and You, and it will be held in DY on Sydney's northern beaches. Sunday, November the 6th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., you are invited to join Justine and I to learn the physiological changes that your body will go through, why and what you can do to support yourself. And Justine will take us through a beautiful yoga practice, wrapping everything up with a divine yoga nidra. Go to the link in the show notes to find all the details for the Menopause Yoga and You workshop. so for any woman that is listening that is interested in knowing a little bit about you and your practice and um what is the best way for her to get in touch with you at the moment
1: uh so either through my website which um justine thompson yoga Mm -hmm. or um on instagram actually at justine
0: thompson yoga Amazing, so fantastic, and I'll link to easy. both of those in the show notes for everybody so that, um, yeah, anybody that's interested, whether they're a yoga teacher or whether they're a woman looking to expand her um, her options, I think uh, it would be great for them to, get, to reach out and get in touch with you. Yeah. All right, Justine, I wind up all of my interviews the same way, and that is would you like to share with us what you are reading, watching or listening to right now that is bringing you joy?
1: Well, I, I've gone back to The Handmaid's Tale. I've been I've been watching Handmaid's Tale since it started and recently I've started it all over again. Wow. And I just love it. <laughs> it's such good TV. It's so well made and it leaves me a little despairing at times. But I find it very powerful and watching it again, uh, there's all these aspects that I'd forgotten about or maybe I didn't notice them the first time. First time. So, yeah, I'm 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 back in there. I'm back in Gilead.
0: Wonderful. Wonderful. And I think that um there are so many parallels that we can draw. <laughs> draw from when it comes to unfortunately the handmaid's tale yeah so amazing wonderful thank you for sharing that with us and i love that you've gone back and you're revisiting that justine thank you so very much for your time i will link through in the show notes to to neve neve's details in there as well because i think that's really important for any yoga practitioners that are listening and also your details so that any woman that would like to know more about you your workshops and the work that you're doing today can reach out to you
1: thank you so much it was it's been really lovely to talk to you
0: Thank you for listening today. I am so grateful to have these conversations with incredible women and experts. And I'm grateful that you chose to hit play on this episode of Dear Menopause. If you have a minute of time today, please leave a rating or a review. I would love to hear from you because you are my biggest driver for doing this work. If this chat went way too fast for you and you want more, head over to stellawomen.com.au slash podcast for the show notes. And while you're there, take my midlife quiz to see why it feels like midlife is messing with your head.